you know, you're creating your content around how you help clients and the feeling that should come from that is, you know, this way of doing things is powerful and you will be too when you use it. You're a leader in your field. You've got the experience and the clients who love you to prove it. I'm here to make sure your content reflects that. This show will give you new ways of creating media that can move the needle in your business and help you build a platform to share your wisdom with the world. Use what you learn here to grab attention, educate, and sell with leadership-level content that your audience will come back to again and again. That's what Power Content is all about. Let's get started. Welcome to the Power Content Coach. I'm your host, Jason Croft. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be talking to you right now. And I'm excited for this show. Um, I, this has been a long time coming. If you, you listen to the intro episode, you know, I've, I've been uh, having this little, little itch in the back of my head for a while to do an audio only show and uh, a solo show as well. For the most part, I, I know we're, I'm going to have uh, different voices coming in here, but also, you know, this, this audio only version. And it sounds funny because usually people are going the other way and trying to venture into video. And it's, it's been hard for me not to also do video. Maybe that just speaks to uh, how obnoxious I am. I think I need to be on camera. I don't know. And with episode one, I wanted to start with this idea of what power content is. What am I talking about? <laughs> with the whole name of this show and, and what I help clients create and all of that. And yeah, I've been very specific when I created that term around this. Um, it, it answered a lot of what I've been trying to create for myself and for my clients. Uh, and and honestly, you know, I'm, I'm still on the journey with it. I, I I think I can do so much better in creating true um, power content <laughs> myself uh, as uh, along this journey. And this show is, you know, it's maybe that's kind of meta, but uh, this show is, is, is an example of that. So I wanted to break down, you know, the key areas here that um, define power content. It's about positioning the way you help people. So you know, the service your business provides, the way you serve your clients, you know, positioning that as powerful in your content, not necessarily, you know, for you to come off powerful, although you should, and you are, you know, embrace that. Uh, but this is about, you know, really leaning into the fact that, you know, you're good at what you do, that your business, your service is great and helpful to your clients and creating content that reflects that. And sometimes that helps us create this more uh, meaningful content when we can kind of separate uh, what we're talking about from ourselves and our business from ourselves so that we don't feel like we're <laughs> standing up going, I'm the greatest thing in the world and here's why and all of that. <laughs> and instead it's, you know, really leaning into, you know, what I do for people, how I help them. It really works and it works really well. And I want to tell you even more about it. And when you can have that separation, sometimes that gives you uh, confidence to go and do this. Um, and, you know, again, it's certainly not, you know, having power over someone else or anything like that, not that kind of 
power, <laughs> you know, when we talk about power content. So just this, you know, giving that overview up front and dispelling, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, some preconceived notions with that term. So think about it like this. So, you know, you're creating, um, your content around how you help clients and all of that. And, and, and the feeling that should come from that is, you know, this way of doing things is powerful and you will be too when you use it. So I've got six areas that I feel help define and lay out this idea of power content for you. So the first one is leadership level content. I first, I think, got this, you know, concept and that phrasing um, from a good friend of mine, Craig Severinsen. And I, I just love this idea of, you know, creating content from a place that, you know, really reflects on you and what you do as a leader, right? And I know, we, you know, we spent some time there defining power content as, you know, separating out, you know, what you do from you, but there's a place for this. There's a place for making sure that what you're putting out reflects the expert that you are around what you do. Sometimes that's solo content, uh, you know, audio, video, sometimes that's, you know, all written. Sometimes that's an interview that you're doing, but it's structured in a way so that your expertise comes through. And we'll get into, you know, way more specifics around all of these in future episodes on actually, you know, how to structure those things like a podcast and, you know, live streams and all that fun stuff. Cause that's, you know, it's, it's, it's all out there that we know we can do all of this stuff, but there are really specific ways to structure each of these so that they become power content. So when it comes to you know, creating this type of content, think about it like this. What, what do you believe about your industry? What are some universal truths and principles that, that you stand for it, it's at a bigger level, right? You know, when it comes to, you know, industry-wide, maybe it's, you know, content that you feel will move the world forward or just a small little area of town that you're in and you're specializing in. The second one is methodology content. So this is content around your unique IP, right? Your intellectual property, how you specifically help your clients, what your business does very uniquely um, to help your clients. And it's it's content around this. So it, it could fall into sort of the, the, the how-to a, a little bit. Um, but it's also being very specific in the uniqueness of it, right? This is how people usually do it. This is how we approach it. Here are the problems out there that people are dealing with. Here's how we specifically solve that. And if you don't have that unique <laughs> IP or you don't have it defined, well, I think that's that's a problem. <laughs> and I think that's something to dig in with because there's so um, there's so much advantage to you know having those things defined. You know, something as simple as okay, why hire you over XYZ company? Um, it's great to have that defined, and when you can create content around that, all the better. Number three is content that moves people to action, right? So giving them that inspiration to take action in their lives that will move them forward, right? Ideally, 
utilizing your methodology, you know, moving their business forward, moving their lives forward, depending on what you do for them. So you can think about it like this too. So not only, you know, moving them to take action um, on what you've potentially taught them, but also to take action if that next action is working with you. How can they work with you? Making sure your content is structured in a way that more often than not, if not always, <laughs> they know what to do next. And I think that's uh, such a missing piece in content out there, whether written, videos, all of this. What do they do next? If someone is inspired, if someone is interested in taking that next step. The next step isn't always go hire you. Sometimes it is though, and make sure that they know how to do that. Um, if they, if that is that inspiration and if it's not that big jump, what's the next thing? If they've consumed a post of yours on LinkedIn, what's the next step you would love for them to take, you know, um, shy of, <laughs> you know, hiring you directly. Um, is it getting to your site to consume, um, a full episode of the promo that you just posted, whatever that may be, make sure that that is super clear. Um, and it's, we shy away from that a, a lot of times worried. Oh, we don't want to bother people. And, oh, well, we know we want them to watch the whole episode. <laughs> we're humans and no, we don't. <laughs> and we're busy and we're thinking about a hundred different things. Make sure, um, those actions, those calls to action are, are really clear. Number four is content that is polarizing or uniting or, or both. Um, I, I shoot for, you know, the uniting, <laughs> I think more than anything, we've got enough polarization in the world, I think. Um, but you know, certainly we're not, we're not talking about, you know, big major political things and all of that. When it comes to polarizing, you can really be polarizing in, again, within your industry, you know, maybe something's just been done and been done wrong <laughs> forever <laughs> because it's just that type of industry and it, it helps. It can either position you well in an industry or position you well with your clients and potential clients if you stand up against that. You know, maybe it's a traditional old school um, industry that you're looking to shake up and even if you don't have a solution for that, if you're on your journey to shake that up, um, sometimes it may not be popular with legacy companies in that industry, but it may be extremely popular with potential clients, with vendors uh, in that industry and get that notoriety. And even if you don't have that solution to break through um, because of government regulations or Again, just old traditional <laughs> norms in an industry or organization. People will at least know what you stand for. And it's something that can really differentiate you. And it can, you know, you can unite folks around that cause. Um, or you can start off with big, bold, uniting messaging, right? Like, hey, no one's out there railing against this thing in my industry, but we're also not coming together and it's a missing piece. Um, and, and I, I think it's really important. So let's get behind this. And when you can stand that out, when you can stand out with that can really help this, this approach is really good for, for those industries and, and jobs and roles and businesses that 
really have a hard time differentiating themselves any other way. What comes to mind, certainly, you know, financial services, insurance, you know, these things that maybe are, are, are very, are seen certainly as commodities. And it's, it's more of a struggle to stand out and be unique because you're, <laughs> you're handcuffed in a lot of ways, you know, from regulation. When you can find a, a, a cause and a message and a belief about finances that's, you know, that's really important to you and that people can resonate with, you can get known for that and then start those conversations. People can choose you for, uh, you know, the ones who need your services over somebody else because of that uniting factor. So number five here, this is another good filtering. We kind of have a list of, of things under this one, but think about it like, you know, content, you know, what, what do you believe in that is the, the opposite of the norm? out there maybe shouldn't shouldn't be treated as fact but is either you know in all of marketing or when hiring coaches or when coaching clients or you know whatever that that may be what do you believe that you know everyone should get behind that's kind of you know the uniting factor from from number number 4 up there or something that you believe in maybe that is is true when people use your methods Right. I'll give you a, a specific example that, that I use is, you know, when it comes to podcasting, you know, the idea, the industry norm out there of content marketing that people consider with podcasting is that's what it is. Long-term content marketing. And I stand <laughs> firmly and preach to whoever will listen that that is a horrible approach to it. Um, I believe you can have immediate success with uh, a podcast, have immediate impact on your business with a podcast that you own if you employ the methods I teach. So structuring your content a certain way, bringing on your ideal clients as guests on the show, bringing on strategic partners, um, for the majority of folks who want to start a podcast to benefit their business, they think, oh, well, yeah, I'd love to, but let me do that later because it's going to, it's going to take six months to a year to get any kind of attention and, uh, help correct that. So that's a good example of, you know, what do you believe in that, you know, is, is against the grain, um, that everyone else out there is, is preaching and specifically, your belief is correct because of the way you do things. I think that's that can be really strong and really help you stand out. And number six, content that positions you as an authority. So getting really specific with this on education content, interviews with experts, being interviewed by experts. This goes hand in hand a little bit with leadership level content. I think of leadership level content, you know, number one there as that, that solo content, usually, you know, written posts, content like this, standing out, you know, help, you know, educating folks. And this can be that as well, but it's also getting really purposeful with the interview aspect specifically. So not only having a show or writing a blog that interviews people and having an interview with those experts. So as you know, Mike Koenig talks about, you know, 
power by proximity, you know, being with those folks. But the way you structure it and being very specific so that even though it's an interview, you're coming across as the authority that you are. It's a little easier to do that when you're being interviewed. So being purposeful with guesting on other podcasts, um, because you're, you're automatically sort of, you know, Hey, here's our special guest, right? I'll give you an example of, of the other way. So with strategy and action, one of my other shows, the way that show's structured is, you know, we're discussing a, a specific topic in that. So it's not simply a, hey, here's my guest. Let's talk about their childhood. Let's talk about what they do. Let's talk about how they are helping people and get in touch with them and we're done, right? We're actually digging into a topic that's unique and specific to that guest that they're going to be an expert in. Um, but I'm digging in with them. Like we want to, we want to get in there and, and really um, hash out, you know, things on this topic and, and educate the audience based on this. And of course, all the things that make them the, the guest amazing and wonderful and what they've got going on and how to reach out to them. All of that's baked in as well, but that structure is very specific. And I learned that lesson, um, from Matthew Pollard, um, great guy, author, speaker, coach. And he was on one of my earlier shows, the Jason Craft show, um, where I drove entrepreneurs around Seinfeld style <laughs> and had just a, a blast doing that for a couple of years. And we got done with his interview and he offered me some coaching advice. Of course, thank you, please. And he said, you know, we got done with the interview. You did a great job. I feel amazing and wonderful. You've sh shown a spotlight on me, but what about you? You haven't you know, you're putting in all of this effort to this show. What are you doing to highlight yourself and make sure that you come across as this authority in video, in whatever it is you want to come across in? And I have taken that, you know, advice to heart. Like that hit me so strongly. And I'm still grateful for that, you know, insight because it's so powerful. And I try to share that as much as possible. So those are the six areas. We'll review them real quick. Um, number one, leadership level content. Number two, methodology content. Number three, content that moves people to action. Number four, polarizing or uniting or both <laughs> type of content. And number five, content that really revolves around what you believe in that is opposite of what's usually believed out there. In what you believe in becomes true by using your method of uh what you do for your clients. And number six, content that positions you as an authority. So I hope this helps uh, certainly define power content, but also gives you some ideas for content creation and, and really helps you move the needle when it comes to standing out, getting out of that sea of sameness and uh, attracting more and more clients. Thanks so much for joining me. See you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you got some actionable takeaways to use in your business and maybe feel inspired to use content in a new way. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and share this episode with someone you think could use it. Join us again for the next episode and I look forward to seeing your power content. This show is powered by Media Leads. To get your next great podcast produced, go to medialeadsco.com.